Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Ben with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Mitchell Berg with us today. Growing up in Southern California, he has always had a knack for comedic acting. He first discovered his passion at just nine years old when he starred as Link Larkin in a production of Hairspray. He then went on to star in numerous stage productions until he landed his breakthrough role on Nickelodeon's hit show, Henry Danger, as Little Dynamite. He also stars in Nickelodeon's Side Hustle as Fisher. And we're going to talk about all that and more. Yes. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure. So um, I always like to start the show out the same way because we're in a rough time COVID-wise with people. Oh, yes. Especially okay. entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, so because you're in entertainment, how did COVID affect you? And what have you done this last 18 months or so to kind of maneuver through this craziness? Wow. So we started um, production back in like March uh, March, 2020, before the whole mm -hmm. pandemic hit and everyone had to go home. We were there for about a week and then it just kind of was like, okay, everyone, you got to go home and we'll be back in two weeks. Wow. Two yeah. weeks pass and they're like, okay, okay, we'll come back sooner, sooner, sooner. Six months later, we come back and it's all like masks and there's hand sanitizer stations everywhere and it's everyone's being super safe. But I mean, it's just been so fun and it's been a great experience overall. And yes, I would definitely say it was worth the six month wait. <laughs> and, and would you say that that it's kind of been a game changer a little bit where now, you know, because a lot of people can who don't live in L.A. might have a shot at, at, at getting parts because of Zoom. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so it's definitely open to so even for us, you know, we launched a show January of 2020. So a couple, couple months, months before, before COVID. Yeah. And I remember our original plan was 100 interviews first year. We thought if we could do that, it'd be a great foundation. And then COVID happens. Yeah. And I'm sitting there. And we started as a country music interview show. We did. So it was more niche. From there. And then when COVID, I told Sandy, you know what? We need to open the floodgates to our show, you know, because yeah. everybody's going to need a place to talk in entertainment. And because of mm -hmm. that, we're over 450 interviews since launch. Oh, wow. That's great. And we did 300 last year, so it was pretty mm -hmm. crazy. Oh, nice. Did you ever plan on doing it in person or like just over like Zooms? And well, we ever got big enough like that. where we could fly people in. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> person you, know, someday. you know, like the Jay, you know, like the old Jay Little show or Jimmy Fallon show. You know, oh yeah, yeah. that's great type stuff. We you know? started audio, then moved to video. So and we're almost the one year anniversary of uh, we our very first video was um, October 16th and it was Allie Brooke. Yes. <laughs> and so yeah. that, so we're almost at the one year anniversary almost. of a video. Yeah. So it's been crazy. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. And you know, uh, you know, you, you've known you wanted to act for a long time since you were real little. When yeah. did it click for you that this could be a career move? Um, so my mom, um, during the summer, she signed us up for like a ton of camps and it was like a uh, cooking camp and engineering <laughs> camp and stuff like that. So one of the camps that we did was, uh, I don't know, one of the camps that my mom signed my um, siblings and I up for was um, Hairspray. And this was a, a week production and we'd learn mm -hmm. the production in a week. We'd get our parts yeah. and then 
we put mm-hmm. it on. It was very fun. And that kind of like, I was, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go. I was really nervous and really scared and yeah. I didn't really want to do it, but I ended up loving it so much. And from then on, I joined their, um, that studio's competitive team. And I did that for three years. We traveled with like productions and stuff and we won some awards. And then from there, I just kept on training and yeah, I guess that moment kind of clicked. It was really fun just performing in front of a bunch of people. So how did Danger Force happen for you? Tell us about that. The big so, started. Mm, okay. So I started, oh gosh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Okay. So I did, an ad- I did an audition for another Nickelodeon show okay. and I made it like pretty far in the process and up to the point where it was the final two, but I didn't quite make it. So then I kept on auditioning and auditioning and eventually Nickelodeon, they called me and they said, Hey, we got a part for you. Do you want to come play Lil Dynamite and Henry Danger? I was like, absolutely. Yes, of course. <laughs> so then I did that. It was a couple of lines and it was really fun. And then um, the following year, this year, they asked me to come back and reprise oh, the wow. role of Lil Dynamite on Danger Force. Wow, so yeah. that was really fun. And especially the turn from Lil Dynamite from being this like super happy like sidekick and he turns into a villain. So it was really fun to do that. (laughs) So when did the side hustle happen? You know, did they call you? Did you audition? I mean. Yes. So for that, I had been on uh, Henry Danger. And uh, so then they called me and they said, uh, we just want to do, we have an idea for this show. (laughs) It's a side hustle. We have an idea. We want you to read for this part and it was a bunch of it was um in a in front of a bunch of like nickelodeon execs and stuff like that and mm-hmm. they were like okay we want you to come and read the part of fisher if you can make it that's great if you can't that's that's fine she's like okay and then i went in and i did it so much fun and we had great chemistry and the next day they just called me and they asked if i wanted to play the role of fisher on side hustle and yeah so that's pretty much the story of how i got the part it was really fun it was a great experience so how is it playing the part of being obsessed over Lex. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it. I get to expand my like acting skills and I'd say it's, it's, it's really fun and it's funny to just like be that kind of character. So yeah. I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. Cause y'all seem to have really good um, chemistry together for those two roles of, of, she can't stand you, but yet she does like you. You can, you yeah. know what I mean? You know, yeah. 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 <laughs> so is there ever going to be an episode down the road? I know you can't answer this, but where she finally gives you a chance. <laughs> oh no, you have to see. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, you know, it'd be really cool down the road. You know, you know if, if yeah. One day, if it does come to an end, or when it comes in, because every show does, but that would, I could see them kind of playing that where, okay, at the very end, we get to see the connection. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. <clears throat> so, as you know, you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles yeah. it takes um, to get there. And I always want to talk about that side of it because, you know, a lot of people, they they say, oh, I've got the talent and they jump in, not realizing that you're going to get rejected way more than you'll get yeses. You know, you might get 100 rejections to one yes if you're even lucky there. But Mm -hmm. there's so much rejection. There's so much of this, um, so much sacrifice on the actor side. So tell us a little bit about that side of it, the grueling side. Yeah, definitely. 
um, you can't get discouraged if you audition 20 times and you don't get something. I mean, I've done tons of auditions and I haven't gotten most of them. I mean, all of them, but um, yeah. And you just gotta, you gotta keep training and you can never stop training and you just gotta keep going and go for it every single audition. And yeah, it's just, those are the, some of the hardships, but you just gotta keep up the hard work and you can't, uh, you can't uh, get discouraged. As a young actor, what's some of the sacrifices you've had to make just to get to where you are? Um, um, I've done, I don't necessarily, I don't have as much time to hang out with friends or to, Mm -hmm. um, hang out just like in general with, um, other people be, it just, it takes up, it's a lot of work and it's, I mean, I enjoy it and it's really fun. So that's part of, it's just part of the sacrifice that you have to make, but it's really fun and I really enjoy it. And it's probably hard to create long friendships because sometimes friends, because I've got friends up of ours all and from actors to artists that tell us that that's one of the problems is sometimes friends think you're neglecting them and you're just doing your job. Yeah. And, you know, so sometimes that can come in between that. Um, so what are some moments, some wow moments for you where you look at your career so far? And you're like, wow, that happened. Wow, I got to do that. I mean, I'm just like, um, I, th- I just think about it almost every day. I'm just like, this is crazy where I am right now and what <laughs> I'm doing and what I wake up to go to, to go to set on side hustle and do this every day. And it's just crazy. And I'm, I, I mean, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity and, um, yeah, I love doing this and I love the, um, being on this sitcom. It's really fun. And, you know, we definitely know what you feel like there because you know when we launched this show we never imagined being where we are right now with the show and and it's crazy yeah. when you turn on the radio and three or four people back to back oh we interviewed that person we interviewed that person <laughs> you turn on tv oh we interviewed that one we interviewed, and so it's just so, been wow. you know so we just never imagined getting here in this short time because we're not even a two-year-old show yet yeah that's amazing <laughs> and that's so awesome. yeah, and I feel like for us, to me, it makes us, I feel like I could be a better person conversation with the, the guests because we get, because, you, know, you know, if you're an interviewer and you've, and you've got this salary and all that from the thing, you, you don't understand what guests go through. We get it because, you know, we go through the same rejections y'all go through. We get, you know, we go through the ups and the downs. Is this going to work? Is it not going to work? We, we completely get it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, um, as you know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the teams behind you. And in our opinion, the teams never yeah, get the love they, they deserve. So if you want to take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helped you be who you are. Um, definitely everyone who works on the sets of Side Hustle and Danger Force and Heavy Danger. They're just amazing people to get to work with all the executive producers the writers, they're all just, they all bring funny ideas. And it's just so amazing to just be in this workplace with, uh, workplace with such talented people and all the guest stars that come on the show and everything. It's all just awesome. And they're all phenomenal people. So when you have a script for what you do, do they give y'all some lead way to where if all of a sudden you feel more comfortable the way that's just to try this? Uh, for ad-libbing. For- oh, yeah. 
most of the time there is some opportunities for ad libs that they'll write in the script and we just we just just like to have fun with it (laughs) and it's just so much fun to do with that um at the ends of um more towards the end of ending of the scenes um kurt uh um kurt who plays uh alan on the show or my my dad on the show he is hilarious and he adds a bunch of ad libs and he does like improv stuff at the end of every single scene. He always like oh, makes wow. me like great character and laugh. He's a really funny dude. So yeah, definitely. Now the two dads, um, do they give the y'all who are younger some guidance, not, not talking about guidance in the show, but guidance in life. Kind of like a yes. real dad. Yeah, love, I would say love, so. Yeah. I love to hear that. Cause then again, you know, when it comes to entertainment, when you look back at all the, a lot of the child stars through the years who became stars at a young age, a lot of them fall. And I think it's because they don't have that guidance sometimes. Yeah. It's so important mm-hmm. to have that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, and um, so speaking of family and dads and all that, you know, we have a third co-host, our little nine-year-old that we let come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> so Shady's going to go get him His real quick. His name's Christopher. Christopher. Oh. Yep. How old is he? He is nine. Nine years old. And we've got a two and a half year old daughter that when she gets older, oh. she'll be watching the show later down the road. So we're gonna we're training. Awesome. <laughs> Little young interviewers. And happy late birthday. But late. Oh, birthday. thank you. Thank you. I saw that yesterday yeah. on there. I was like, ah, his birthday. <laughs> so how old? Yeah. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. So he just turned 14. Oh. Hi, Michelle. So hi. Hi. So what's your favorite food? Uh, my favorite food, I would say, is sushi. But mm. the thing is, I'm allergic to shellfish. No. So I can't have most sushi. But the time, the ones that I can have, the rolls and the uh, regular pieces, I love. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And what's yours? Mine is pizza. I love pizza as well. I do love pizza. Yeah, he'd eat it all day long if we gave it to him. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what's the favorite episode of Side Hustle? Mm, my favorite episode of Side Hustle is probably Mouth Noise or Make a Mutt. I really like Make a Mutt because that's mm-hmm. the episode where I got to drive the lawnmower into the garage. Yeah. Um, obviously, well, that, that was a stunt double, but I got to drive the mower around like in between two, so that was really fun. I really enjoyed filming that one. I bet you wish you were the one driving through the garage, though. Huh? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> and what's, what's your favorite of the episodes? Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's hard. I love them all. Huh? Yeah, uh, I guess I love them all. <laughs> He's going to get the politician answer. Yeah. <laughs> So, what's their favorite TV show? Outside of Sonic. Ooh. Ooh, I don't know. I really, I recently just watched this show called Outer Banks on Netflix. I watched the second season. I really like that show. I also really like The Goldbergs. I think they're, yeah, they're coming back for a ninth season um, this September. So, I'm very excited for that. Oh, wow. What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. I do love SpongeBob as well. That's that's probably one of my that's one of my favorite animated shows. I would say. Yes, they I love a, SpongeBob. They do a really good job with that show. So yeah, that's lasted so long. Yeah, it's doing great. Okay, so what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Mm, this is usually this is a tough one. <laughs> I I would say probably I really like the whole Back to the Future trilogy. 
Uh, All of them are, it's a great movie franchise. I really like them. And what's yours? Mine is the Minions movie. Oh my gosh. I love the Minions movie. I also like um, the Despicable Me. I haven't yep. seen the new one, the Minions Rise of Gru. I, I haven't seen that one yet. Huh. <laughs> if they're yeah, all, whatever all's yeah. out, he's seen them all that's out right yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and our little two year, two and a half year old, we could be walking mm -hmm. the mall. And if she sees a minion in the store, we have to go in there. <laughs> she laughed. And, and it was hilarious. She's out of this phase now, but a couple months ago, she went through this phase where I think it was the Spickle Me too, where they turned out uh -huh. purple. And it's only a small part where they turn purple, but they go. Oh, Pfft. yeah. And every time she would see a minion after that, she'd go. <laughs> and it was just the funniest thing. She'd point in, a, in the oh. mall and go. <laughs> and it was just the craziest thing. <laughs> Bye. Thanks. Thank you for asking me some questions. Yeah, he, he loves to be on the show. <clears throat> so, if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be? And what would role probably, would you play? Ooh, ooh. I would probably say. I'll probably say Kevin Hart in like an action movie Ooh, would be awesome. <clears throat> so what's the show that you like that you wish you played in? Ooh, um, hmm. probably I'd probably say all that. I really like the yeah. sketch comedy of oh. all that. And I think it would be yeah, really good. fun if like, yeah, that would be really fun to do. I love that. Now, back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yes. And um, yeah, yeah. And one of the questions we asked was where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question, because the answer she gave us back then is to the T of what she's living now. I mean, she knew she where she was out. going. She had it planned out. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, where do you want to be five, in five years? Um. I definitely want to still, I definitely see myself still acting, but probably not just in sitcoms, probably branching out in more like serious roles, more dramatic roles and more like maybe some like action roles, stuff mm. like that. So yeah, I definitely see myself more branching out um, rather than just being in like a sitcom. That's great. So let's look deeper down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road. Ooh. And you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. You're the man. If the person you are today could meet him, your future successful self, what would you want to remind him? <sighs> mm. I'd probably just say just keep going and go for it um for everything love that love that and what are some sources of inspiration for you um ooh, definitely um definitely all the writers on side hustle really funny people all the writers on danger force henry danger they're very inspirational they're very funny people they always have great ideas and um um out in the world i'd um yeah, it's, I'd probably, yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, yeah, just, um, yeah, yeah, sorry. 
And what would you like your legacy to be? What would you most want to be known and remembered for? Um, probably um, being very, being very kind and open to people. Love that. Love that. Meaning more to that. Yes. And what can you tell us about the new season of Side Hustle? Get ready because it is insane. We've we've been filming a little bit and already like these scripts are like wow. Yeah. Just gotta just gotta wait and see. Uh, it's gonna be wait. awesome. We'll be watching. I Definitely. love that. So it's great. So what's been the hardest character for you to play in your career? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. I'd probably say. I'd probably say I'd probably say Little Dynamite because, oh, but it's also the most fun to play because I get to be a villain, but I also use yeah. I use a a voice in an on higher a higher register, so I'm just like hi sir. So hi. it's I kind of have to use like that voice, so <laughs> it gets it gets a little challenging at sometimes, but it's super fun, super fun to play. Do you talk like that a lot when you're around friends and stuff. Um, probably not. <laughs> Oh, tell us so. about the guitar, playing the guitar. Oh yeah, so I did. I do play some piano, and they um, pitched like the. They showed us the mouth noise script, and they're like, "Okay, Mitchell, you're gonna be playing the guitar." And I was like, "Oh wow, that's awesome!" So, um, but the thing is, before that, um, when we filmed an episode for Danger Force, it was called Little Dynamite, and. In the in the episode, Lil Dynamite and uh, Captain Man, but played by Cooper Barnes, we're playing the guitar. So it was kind of like, oh, wow. oh, I'm playing the guitar on this show, and now I'm playing the guitar on Side Hustle. <laughs> so it was awesome, and I was able to use some of my like um, some of the piano stuff that I had already learned, and it was really fun because um, while we're filming, I had it turned off, and I was just kind of like, um, just kind of like playing the notes and stuff, but like you couldn't hear it, and. Mm -hmm. But in between takes, I would flip it on and I would just play, and um, the whole cast would just jam out with their instruments as well when we were filming Mouth Noise. So it was really fun. I wonder uh, what they would cool. do with your character if they, if the, you know, because a lot of shows yeah. cross promote on each other. I wonder what they would do with your character since yeah. you're on the show. I always wondered that. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how much would you say you were like your character? Um, I'm probably. I, I can relate to Fisher because mm -hmm. we're both, we both like experimenting and trying new things and stuff. But I mean, he's like a, he's a genius and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not, a, I'm not as smart as him. And <laughs> yeah. So I'd say I'd relate, I relate to Fisher in a way. Yes. And if you could relate any message to your fans and followers, what would you want to say to them? I'd say don't give up. Just keep persevering in life and just enjoy it. Love that. Awesome. Now, what, you know, what's been your most fun role to play? Ooh. Hmm. I'd probably, I'd, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'd, I'd probably say Lil Dynamite again or Fisher. Yeah. Fisher's very fun. Yeah, he seems um, like a fun character. Yeah. And I, yeah. In Harry Danger, sorry. they have the, oh, sorry. I was what telling Sandy that I would, yeah, I was like, when, when you see Kurt play his role, I was like, yeah, I'd love to do that as the, as a dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, Alan is quite a character. He's very funny. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I was going to say that Little Dynamite, when we were filming Henry Danger, mm -hmm. uh, they have mm -hmm. these like tubes and stuff that like um, move you up to like oh, the nice. upper level. So mm -hmm. I got to go up the tubes, but um, <laughs> it was a little, a little bit of, a little bit of movie magic there. But I'd oh, say yeah. that was that was a really fun experience. But Fisher's always, always doing something. He always has something to do, whether it's science related, mm -hmm. science related or not. So I'm always mm -hmm. like twiddling with this machine or like yeah, screwing yeah. something in. I always have something to do. So it's really fun to like just have something to do always. Awesome. Yeah. As we come to a close here, if you had a friend of yours and, and they, they feel like this is their calling that they're supposed to act and they've done a few things, but they just know that this is it. What advice would you give that person to kind of help guide them the next few years in this crazy acting world? Um, probably calling back to before you just, you got to keep persevering and you can't, you can't get, you can't get upset or mad at yourself or discouraged because you don't get um, an, uh, one of the, one of the auditions that you've done or you just got to keep, keep training and keep up your acting and eventually you'll get something. You know, I want, I, if I just happen to remember, think of something after you saying about the audition, what's been one of the, a moment where you auditioned and it just flopped? Tell us that moment. Sometimes that's cool the first people to know. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, I did have an audition. I went in person and I didn't bring my script in and oh. I forgot, I forgot some of the lines. Oh, wow. And oh. I, I didn't end up getting it, but that taught me a very important lesson that I should always bring my script, even if it's just holding it, I can reference it just in case. So that is probably, uh, that's a good, I'd say that's a good tip. And yeah. I definitely learned from that. Yeah, because even, bring... even though I have these notes, the yeah. time I don't use them. The yeah. is, if my mind goes that's blank, I glance. And yeah, even, even just, yeah, even just a slight reference is yeah. always helps. You know, yeah. but for, for our artist friends, they have a little bit of advantage because sometimes I'll say that they, you know, if if they forget a line in a song, they can just hold their mic yeah, out and let the crowd sing. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, the audience will never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never know. That's true. Or if they, and you know, I've had some artist friends tell us that yeah, they have actually messed up the lines, but the audience just ne they never. Hear it. They, they hear it because yeah. they sang it so much. The audience, oh, yeah. they hear it the right way, even though they didn't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah next time I go to a concert, I'm, that's all I'm going to be thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> so as we close out, um, mm -hmm. tell everybody how they can find you through social media and all that. You can follow me at the Mitchellberg anywhere you go. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that jazz. And it was great having you on the show and we it look was. forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was our pleasure. Yes. We enjoyed it. So much fun. You have Thanks a great awesome. day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.